Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your weekend wrap-up edition of the Break the Bell podcast. That's your cue. Yes. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. How are you? I was about to say we're back on track, but literally... I know, I know. Well, it's... We are not back on track. We are not. It's been a full week. It has. It re- it's been over a week, It's actually. been over a week, yeah, it's so re- my timing is a little off. Everything's off. I apologize. We, we haven't recorded anything since last Friday. I know, so that's like, insane. Last, last Friday. Like, yeah, so way over a week. We are... Back in the saddle, back yes. on track with things. We're getting things back to normal because I, I don't think either of us have any trips planned in the near future. No, no, we don't. So yeah. we, we should be running yeah. smoothly, on time. Maybe everything. around Christmas. Maybe, maybe, yeah. but we'll we'll work that out yeah. as we yeah. always we do. We always do. So we got this weekend wrap-up releasing, which we did that last week. No, we didn't do a weekend. We did not. Holy shit. We, we did not do a weekend So we didn't wrap. even have a weekend wrap-up last yes. week. We did released a main episode early. Yes. And it wasn't live. So everything's just kind of fucked yeah. up. Yeah, we, it is. We're we, all over the place. We fucked up. We, we apologize for fucking up. But it's, we're, we're, it's fine. we're it's back fine. now. Yeah, we're back. And we're back on track. Yes. And we will not fail you. We won't. Well, we might fail you. I mean, you. not for a while. <laughs> we might fail you, but yes. not in that yeah. way. Right. Not we'll like fail that. you in so yeah, many yeah, other yeah. ways. Yes, definitely. <laughs> How's it going, Bill? It seems like it's been forever I since I saw you. I know. Yeah, yeah it has. Since I, we recorded last Friday. Right, was the last yeah. time I saw no, you. No, you're, you're, no. Oh, I saw you at a birthday yeah, yeah, party yeah, yeah. yesterday, yeah. I guess. I forgot you were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I forgot about you. Wow, one full week. I mean, when I take a vacation, I just, like, yeah. everything goes no. out the window. You're good. So, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing well. It was a busy weekend. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. A lot of birthday parties. Yeah. Um, My kid's birthday party. Yeah. You had other birthday. Yeah. Uh, family parties. And then I uh, took my, my son to the movies today to see... The original 1986 Transformers, the movie. So, wow, that yes. is almost as old as me. 
<laughs> it is. Um, How does that make you feel? It's okay. It's okay because you know what? It still holds up. Yeah. yeah I did. did. Did the kid enjoy yeah, it? Oh, yeah, he loved Both it. Both kids or just? Just one, yeah. 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 yeah, The other one, I got a ticket for her, but she didn't want to go, so. Okay, cool. She missed out. Yeah, probably. So. But it's, which worked out, because she actually had her cousin's birthday party today. and More cake. Yes. Lots cake. of cake. Yes, and a bouncy house. Oh, you missed a bouncy I, house? I, I did. Oh, I did. Fuck. It's okay. It's okay. So I had the pleasure of going on a backpacking excursion trip with my dad and uh, cousin up in Upper Minnesota, like right. we're, I think we're twenty miles from the Canadian border. Okay, and I mean it was fun. We didn't get as far as I thought we were going to. I mean my my dad's sixty years old, so right. I mean the fact that he's still out doing it is probably more than most sixty year olds are doing right now. I know so that's truth. Um, he actually had planned out like pushing like forty miles in five days, which I mean that's eight miles a day. Yeah, which I mean, depending on how in shape you are, that's doable, I guess. Right. But right. I mean. In some of that terrain, it just like yeah. we got to twelve miles, and he's like, you know, twenty five miles sounds good. Let's turn around and go back. Which is twenty five miles we did in like three and a half days. So, okay. I mean, it it was fun. I yeah. enjoyed it. Um, he was, like I said, he had planned that out, and I thought it was an ambitious goal at the mm-hmm. time. And yeah. so when he said, "Hey, let's go back," I was like, "Yeah, yeah, probably." Since yeah. I mean, we do this once a year. It's I was not gonna like, say, do you usually try to do about eight miles a day on your trips? Um, your it hikes? really just kind of depends on where we are. Um, like this p- trail, this was the Superior Trail up in, like I said, northern Minnesota. They actually have designated camp spots, so it really depends on how far those are spaced out. Oh, okay. So we kind of plan for that, and I think one of the days we planned a little too far because we didn't take account like the first five miles went like great it was pretty relatively flat and we get down it's like hey we're, we're doing good we got this other campsite that's in three miles so eight miles well it ended up being like more like four and a half miles right. and it was all like up and down we were like following this ridge so it was just like up and down and it kicked our asses pretty good yeah. so we ended up pushing like nine and a half that day and then so after that day he he was like now let's cut this a little bit shorter, and so I was fine with it. So, yeah. um, it was fun. We got to stay outside. It wasn't too terribly cold. Not, it wasn't too terribly. It was like between the forty-five at night and like okay. seventy-five during the day. So it was just like perfect That's, hiking yeah. weather for me. So, um, like I said, we do it at most once a year. So it's not like we can really build up to right, yeah, stuff. So, um, I'd like to do it more. It's just time off work and yeah. Take, I mean, the closest really good hiking around is. Like in any direction is eight at least eight hours any direction to right, get some yeah. good good hiking. So yeah. I mean we live in the middle of nothing when it comes to shit like that. So yeah. north it's eight hours to northern Minnesota. South you got to get into like lower Missouri, which yeah. is like good eight plus hours. I, I was supposed to go hiking at the end of this month um, with a friend up in Wisconsin mm. to like some kind of like um he called it like the Ice Age cave, caves or something oh. like that. How far is that from here? About seven hours. Yeah, so yeah. pretty close to the same. So, so. but um, yeah, so I, I was looking forward to that, but uh, my daughter didn't do too well when I did my weekend in Vegas. So I so figured you're uh, like ah, we'll push that one back. Yeah, let's push it back a little bit. No, I understand that. So my kids and family were happy that I came home a couple <laughs> days early. So yeah, so sure. it worked out. And then I just had like two full days off to yeah. just chill, which is unusual. Yeah, it was. Except then Friday. My one kid came home sick. It's like, you just fucked up my, my day off. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank, thank you. You couldn't suck it up for a little bit longer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we are back on track. We are ready to push forward, keep doing what we, we are yeah. used to doing with a weekend 
episode back and then live episodes on Mondays. And so back in the saddle. Yes. Let's get into it. Are you okay. ready? Let's do it. I don't have a list in front of me. I'm trying to go sans list and see how this goes. So oh, if it's okay. really bad, it's because I didn't write down my list. Well, you know, we're still getting back on track. So yeah, we, we, we actually have until tomorrow to get our shit together. Yes, because tomorrow is where, yeah. where it counts, the it's, live episode. Yeah. So let's start out. Um, I found this really ironically hilarious. <clears throat> Apparently, they came out with... This National Geographic came out with a documentary titled Fauci. <laughs> I I gotta see this. What the fuck? Mm-mm. I gotta see this documentary. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's just you, you can imagine how horrible this thing is. Uh, yeah, yeah. The ironic part is is this. So this article is from Zero Hedge. It says Fauci flop. New documentary about COVID czar fails to disclose box office results. <laughs> So it was actually released in theaters? Uh, apparently. So it says, um, let me pull this up. So it says, a new documentary called Fauci, released by National Geographic Documentary Films two weeks ago, honors Dr. Anthony Fauci's work to combat the HIV-AIDS pan- epidemic and COVID-19 pandemic. Remember, he was we, so very successful. Yeah, we that. talked about his, his work, his successful yeah. work with the AIDS pandemic. We yeah. did a full episode on um, Dr. Fauci <laughs> failing upwards. Yes. Uh, so it goes on to say, since released two weeks ago, there's been no data on ticket sales by major film <laughs> sites, according to Just the News. So does, does that sound to me, since they're not releasing the data on ticket sales, does that sound to you like they're do- it is I, I'm doing successful? Probably bombed. Probably yes. bombed. Yes. But in true Dr. Fauci <laughs> manner, <laughs> they're not going to release the correct date on this so you can get the full full view of what yes. we're looking at here because i mean they did that they they've been doing that with the covid numbers for yes. two almost 2 years now yeah you right if it's almost been 2 no. years no 2 years of 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 wonderful covid bliss yes cuz I, I mean it first erupted on the scenes in yeah. october of 2019 and we are going in like days away from october 21 yeah so 2 years but like i, I was saying since They've been so honest with the numbers of COVID, we would fully expect them to be honest yeah. about the number of ticket sales right. that, that well, on a I bombed. Wonder, uh, what, how many theaters it was released in? Because I just did a quick check of Fandango, and it, it's not playing around uh, us at all. It looks like it's only like three different cities. It says the new oh. documentary was released in theaters across York, not New York. Just York? York. Is wow. That, right? I didn't realize it's been York since the 1700s. <laughs> across York, <laughs> Los Angeles. Was the Duke of York there? Um, San Francisco, D.C., and New Orleans. And on all September his like, 10th. biggest like fan bases. <laughs> Apparently, no major film site, including RottenTomatoes.com, Box Office Pro, IMDb, and Box Office Mojo.com, has calculated ticket sales or earnings for the film. None of them. None of those major like. Th- yeah. I don't know Box Office Pro or Box Office Mojo, but you would think at least Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb right, would yeah. come up with that. I mean, at least can, credible. You can find the most obscure like oh. actors on IMDb, yes. like people that yeah. you know that I, I just heard about a movie called Velocipastor. I think I sent that to you. Did I send that to you? Yes, you did. Yes. And I, I put it on Facebook and told my pastor we needed to screen this in church. That's on IMDb. <laughs> yes. And I bet the numbers are on... Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, too, oh yeah, I yeah. Guarantee. I'm sure. I'm sure. But not this great yeah. work. This Dr. Fauci, Fauci documentary. Yeah. Who, who the the Guardian proclaimed sexiest man alive. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> by what standards? <laughs> by what standards is he the, the sexiest man alive? By by people who watch this movie. <laughs> Goes on to say the documentary follows the renowned infectious disease specialist renowned. work in two health crises. AIDS and the coronavirus pandemic. Which he got his ass kicked in both. <laughs> yes. Dr. Fauci agreed to participate as long as it didn't interfere with his work. Wow, what a noble guy. The New York Times tweeted. Sean Robbins, the chief analyst. Yeah, he's probably like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, we'll see if I got time in this big pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's probably got, he's probably like got hiring a makeup artist. Well, he's probably already got his own makeup yeah, artist. You know he does. Because he does, he does. all these. What the fuck? <laughs> Shut up. Apparently our computer is uh, working on being on track as well. Yeah, so he ha- you know he has his <laughs> his media crew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, didn't we read that he he didn't even have, like, an assistant. It was more like um, an agent that he had yeah. back in the yeah. 80s, yeah, like yeah, a media right. agent or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, niche dis- distributors, distributors, holy shit, often yeah. lack the proper resources for data reporting. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Ever. Bullshit. We see data on... All, yes. everything. For, like, it's almost same day. He says, that may or may not be the case with this particular documentary, said Robbins. He said it's too early to suggest Fauci has become a flop at theaters, but time will tell. I've heard those same reports. Yeah. The same excuses oh, yeah. during the reporting on yeah. the COVID numbers. I mean, it, it, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, uh, well, our, our numbers, like, they, we're not sure if they're real accurate, <laughs> so... We're going to just assume big. Yes. <laughs> it's obviously huge. Yes. Yeah. It, it, the numbers are just outrageous. We've never seen anything like it before. Oh, there is ratings for it on IMDb. Oh. It got 2.2 out of 10. <laughs> About 80% of the reviews rate it as a one star. So, wow. To assume. Well, someone's watched it. <laughs> to assume that it went big. Yeah. Is you're, you're just kidding yourself completely. Yeah. Because. To get a two point two yeah. out of ten, says well, it did it bombed yeah. absolutely bombed. So I I mean I don't even know like too many people that are on board with the vaccines the vaccine mandates that would be like you know it'd be a good great date right? night movie let's <laughs> let's go see Fauci. But see that's the problem the people that are so involved in Fauci and, and the mandates and all that stuff are so scared they're not going to go to the movies. <laughs> You make a really good point. It's true. <laughs> the like, only no. people that support this shit aren't even going to go outside. They're yes. I mean, isn't this, this, this ironic what? that he would release yes. a public movie? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Somebody didn't think this through. <laughs> wow. Wow. I have no words. That's all I have to say about this. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Except it says um. IMB, this was one of the IMDb users' critiques of the documentary. It says, hilarious how this movie uses George Bush and Susan Rice to ascribe credibility to Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Bush's false weapons of mass destruction, Iraq War, and Susan Rice's Benghazi debacle speak for themselves. The movie does indeed humanize Fauci with stories about his family. Aww. Remember that little children's story book yes. that, that humanized him at? With stories about his family. He said they were being harassed because of his work. So what did they do? They put their images and information in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. Oh, we just want people to leave us alone. Yeah. So here we are. And by the way, my name is uh, is Francis Fauci, (laughs) and I can be found at this address. (laughs) 318 Maple Street. (laughs) My phone number is... (laughs) 
But but please leave me yes, and my family yes. alone. We, we ask you to respect our privacy. This is a picture of our house now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Says then along comes Bono's interview. I'm oh, still trying geez. to figure out what a singer really has to do with any of this. Look, this has been the case forever. Like, mm-hmm. what do Hollywood actors have anything to do with this? Yeah. Like, who was it, Madonna, that was sitting in a oh, rose geez. petal uh, hot tub filled with like, um, like oils from like a Romanian tea leaf or something. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. And she's just like, guys, we all need to stay inside as she has her manservants like caressing her body. And Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there was a report a year ago how celebrities are, are... are willing to do the hard thing and just stay home, and it's their like, home is like literally a city. <laughs> it's a fucking palace. Mm-hmm. It's like they got their own movie theater. They got their their water slides and pools and gym. Everything. Yeah, yeah. they so don't need to go anywhere. What does any celebrity have to do with any of this? Is what yeah. they should say. Right. It is interesting interviews, but it's very one sided movie. Well, no shit. It's mostly politicos trying to dig out poor old Dr. Fauci from the avalanche of this massive PR nightmare. He's 80 years old. Maybe just maybe it's time to relax and retire. No, then he, he would, the spotlight would be off him. And yeah, he exactly. could not survive yeah. Yeah. without the spotlight. It's like he's like a freaking like plant. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. once the light goes away, he just withers up and dies. Yeah. It's like he's just sucking the life out of the spotlight. What, what we're going to see next year is Fauci. The musical on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he'll be sitting there singing with dancing COVID things circling oh around him. Fauci two, the comeback story, <laughs> <laughs> coming back from Fauci survives COVID. <laughs> so let's move on. Let's move away from that shit because I mean, there's I mean there's plenty worse things to talk about. Yes, and, and more ironic as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. For the first time, well, maybe not the first time, but for the first time in a while, yes, Black Lives Matter is kind of aligning with what we think. Yeah, like BLM protesters are kind of their their thought process is almost there, and then all of a sudden, it just goes out the window, right? Because Black Lives Matter are protesting vaccine mandates, and it's like, oh wow, that's that's crazy because yeah. they they are going against the the whole left on this. Mm-hmm. But the reasoning is because vaccine vaccine mandates are racist, mm-hmm. not yeah. because it's unconstitutional and they just shouldn't fucking tell us right. what to to squirt into our body, but because it's racist. Yeah. So they were almost there. They were almost. they were right there, and then they jumped the shark again, as of usual. Course. So this is from uh, thefederalist.com. It says Black Lives Matter is threatening an uprising against racist vaccine mandates. Look, if there's going to be uprising against the vaccine mandates, I'm fully on board. Absolutely. But it it's not because it's racist. It's because it's so very fucked up. Yeah. It's so messed up. Like like we always say, we don't we're not pissed about this because it affects us or or is um inconvenient to us because it doesn't affect us because right. we have less than 100 people. We're pissed about it because it affects everyone. Right. And so Black Lives Matter has the opposite view. They're only pissed because it affects them right? or black people, not because it affects everyone right. across the board. So let me get into this article. It says, it's a rule in the national media that vaccine hesitancy is worthy of shame and scorn right up until it collides with their most precious cause, the Black Lives Matter movement. Why does that keep popping up? That's going to piss me off. <laughs> it says... 
Um, hesitant for white nurses, outcast. Hesitancy from white Facebook moms, shunned. Hesitancy for white Trump supporters, guillotine. But there's oddly been no prescription for Black Lives Matter crew in New York who are accusing the city of racial discrimination by mandating vaccines for the public indoor activity. So what this article is coming out and saying is all these other people that are fully against this get like shunned on Facebook, get like outcast with like certain peer groups or people mm -hmm. groups and stuff. But Black Lives Matter is out here making a making a scene about this and right. nobody's really giving two shits because right. it's Black Lives Matter. Right. Says Hawk Newsom, the co-founder. That just sounds like a made-up name. Uh, yeah, it does. The co-founder and chairman of Black Lives Matter Greater New York was quoted Saturday in New York Times saying that restaurants are using vaccine mandates to enforce their racist beliefs and excluding black patrons. No, it's not excluding black patrons. No, it's excluding. It's it's a class warfare. It's not a race warfare. Yes, right. I understand where they're kind of coming from. That a lot, like there's a great percentage of African-Americans, specifically in New York City, that are on that lower spectrum that it's going to affect more. Right. But it's not a racist right, exactly. thing. It's not to exclude black patrons. Yeah, so when we said from the start, who is this going to affect the most? Black people. Right. We said that. Yes. And, and, but and, we never claimed that it was racist no, ever. But no. we said, this is going to affect poor black people, and Absolutely. you're just shooting yourself in the foot when it comes oh, to yeah. being... Yeah, because when we looked at the those that were least likely to get the vaccine, it mm -hmm. was African-American male and Latino male. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we were like, yeah, this is just... This is going to affect them most. They're, you're shooting yourself in the foot when it comes to all this like yeah. equal rights shit that, that we're pushing. Yeah. It says at a protest Monday in front of a New York restaurant, Carmine's Chinova Newsom. Chinova Newsom? That must be his wife or something. Oh, okay. Uh, also a co-founder of the group said of the vaccine mandates, what is going to stop the Gestapo, I mean the NYPD, from rounding up black people, from snatching them off the train and off the bus? So, again, I agree with this statement 100%, except yeah. let's take this highlighted word, right. two words, black people out of the mix. Yeah. And say, what's going to stop the Gestapo from rounding up people, people from yeah. snatching them off the train and yeah. the bus? Because it's not a black people thing. Right. It's, yeah, but but if they don't if they don't do that, they aren't relevant. Mm -hmm. So that it's always going to be about race with them. Oh, unfortunately, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, because you can't like fight for everybody's no. rights here yeah. because your Black Lives Matter. But if they did, think about the yes the support they would have. You right? yes, and, yes. And, and the unit unity it would bring to to people and different groups together, but no, they have to keep it as a racist thing. Like we are speaking out against this to keep black people from being snatched off the buses, to keep yes. white people yes. from snatched off, to keep all you motherfuckers out there from yeah. being snatched right. off the buses. Yes, and I say that as endearing as possible. Yes. Republicans, <laughs> Democrats, Libertarians, everybody, communist. She further issued the threat that BLM Cowboys. was. She issued the threat that BLM was putting the city on notice that your mandate will not be another racist social distance practice and that black people are not going to stand by or you will see another uprising. Good. I want to see an uprising against yeah. these vaccine mandates. Absolutely. I don't want to see another freaking race war no. and you turning into this into another race racial thing because yeah. it you're, you're fighting the wrong war now right. because you're fighting against 
It's the wrong reason. White people or whatever. So yeah. what you need to be doing is fighting against the dumbasses that are yeah. like coming down with this shit. Well, and again, they're making it a racist mm-hmm. issue rather than what it is. Uh, it's an issue of, of freedom and, and authoritarianism at its best. Yes. It says a lawyer representing Carmine has... Carmine has disputed the allegations about a racial slur. Okay, so it says, The catalyst, I missed a paragraph. The catalyst for those remarks was an incident at Carmine's last week wherein three black women from Texas were charged for assaulting a hostess at the restaurant, allegedly over a vaccine verification dispute. Okay, they were from Texas. (laughs) Three black women from Texas were at Carmine's in New York City and assaulted a hostess at the restaurant, allegedly over vaccine verification dispute, and as a lawyer for the women subsequently claimed because the hostess, who is Asian, used a racial slur. What? Does it say what it was? It doesn't. So, apparently, these three African-American women from Texas... What the hell? That's going to piss me off. These three African-American women from Texas were in Carmine's in New York City... They were pissed because they had to verify their vaccine status, and the hostess called them supposedly a racial slur. A lawyer rep, so they assaulted the hostess. Okay. Uh, a lawyer representing Carmines has disputed the allegation about racial slur. Video footage of the incident included no audio, but that can be seen is that the three women were being led inside the restaurant by a member of staff who was not the hostess. But once inside, the hostess is seen exiting to return to her post when all three customers turn to follow her back outside. One of them approaches the hostess from behind and begins speaking as the others circled. A fight ensued. So, based on this video with no audio, the lawyers are claiming no racial slur. Right. Okay, good luck proving that. Yeah. He said... She said, she said. Yes. Lawyers for both sides agree, though, that the dispute was not over the vaccination status of the three women, but over additional members of the party, several men who did not have vaccine cards. I, this is getting insane. I, I can't even keep up with yeah, all right. of it. The details are kind of beside the point, though. Not really. No, the details. What was the race of the men that got through the, par- the party without any kind of vaccine verification? Yes. Were they white? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the details that are besides the point, apparently. Black residents make up a higher rate of cases, hospitalizations, and death in New York City than white residents. (laughs) They're also vaccinated at a lower rate, with 45% of New York's adult black population having been fully vaccinated. But that doesn't make it a racist thing. Exactly. I don't care if anyone, regardless of race, chooses not to receive the vaccine. That's their dice to roll. But imagine a white Trump supporter saying his right to dine indoors among strangers shall not be infringed. Okay. All right. So (laughs) they're basically making the case this isn't a racist thing, too. Imagine if it was the other way around. Right. Uh, It says Dr. Lena Wen would be on CNN for two hours straight assuring us that there is no constitutional entitlement to restaurant week. But because we're talking about Black Lives Matter, which can do no wrong in the media's eye, suddenly vaccine mandates aren't such a pressing issue. Suddenly, groups of people with specific demographic raging against mandates aren't so worthy of ridicule. And I agree. Mm -hmm. And I had heard somebody else, some other pundit saying, or maybe I just read a tweet of somebody saying, the vaccine mandates aren't going to stay because the BLMs and people like that are going to claim racism because of the whole, like, 
history of vaccinations right. and hesitancy among African Americans. Yeah. So it's going to turn into like, remember the colleges that mm-hmm. only mandated vaccines for yep. the white people, but yep. not the black people. Yeah. That's what this is going to turn into. Yeah. Then it's no longer going to be racist because the black people don't have to do it anymore, <laughs> yeah. but just the white people. But yeah. there's no such thing as racism against yeah. white people. Exactly. Makes sense. Absolutely. I see it going. Uh, crystal way. clear to you. Yes. You got this figured I, out. Yes, absolutely crystal clear. <laughs> All right. Because my brain fucking hurts. <laughs> oh man, this is just. Yeah, it, it's completely ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all over the place. I mean, we scream and yell about vaccine mandates until Black Lives Matter gets on board with it. Then it's just like, well, we can't make. Yeah. I mean, it, it's right. Like, there's no picking a lane because the mm-hmm. same people that are going to be screaming that we need vaccine mandates are the same people that are saying all this shit is completely racist yeah. to to not allow to not allow all like this. What was it? Forty five percent was African Americans. Forty five percent of African Americans only, or no, it was, it was higher than that. Like, so say it's like seventy percent of African Americans. It's completely racist to say that all these African-Americans can't go to restaurants or can't go to movies and shit like that. It's completely racist, but we need to keep pushing these vaccine mandates, but this is racist, but yeah, where like, there's no like picking a side when, when, when you made your camp in whatever liberal, um, politically correct or whatever, uh, um, social justice warrior, ideology when you when you decided i'm picking up all the social justice warrior ideologies sometimes they contradict each other right and when they do people's heads explode trying to justify themselves yeah but on the same token how many anti-vaccine not anti-vaxxers anti-covid vaccine conservatives Mm -hmm. are now on the blm train being like, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. You guys fight that. We got your back. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just whatever side's convenient for yeah. you, really. Yeah. And it, then then our our heads all melt because yeah. we can't even figure out. It, it's like last week, uh, Nicki Minaj came out, you know, and she was she was talking about being careful what you put in your body, referencing the vaccines. Yeah. She became like the token. Absolutely. For the Republicans. Yeah, absolutely. They all loved her. Whereas mm-hmm. any other time they, they would slam her for being um you know, very risque on stage, or or you know, sing, you know, whap or whatever. She and wasn't whap. I found she that wasn't whap. No, no. I thought she did whap. No, I I, I tried that on Remzo's show, um, and he's like, "No, you're thinking of who sang that? Cardi B." I was like, "Oh, oh, you're oh right. Cardi B." So you did you're exactly. Right. You you're made right. the mistake. You're right. right. You're right. And then I felt stupid. And he's like, "Don't worry, I made that mistake earlier." This <laughs> so week. it just so it's you're just passing it on. Yes. So someone else is going to do it yes. to me, and I'm gonna <laughs> like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" That's Slow Cardi B. <laughs> that's racist to say they're both two African that two African American women with really large personalities. Um, that was a rum Joe joke. I stole that okay. from him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 look alike. You're saying they all look alike. Apparently, that that's very racist of I, you. But I did the same thing yesterday. I guess. But no, that was Cardi B. But got it. What you're saying? Yes. That she's like the token black woman for this week. This week for the yeah. Republicans, but on the other side, on the liberal, she—I mean, she's fucking racist. Oh obviously. Yeah. right, right. Obviously, she's racist. Yeah. Racist and and Uncle just Tom a, and all that. Yep, yep. A Trumper now and mm. all that good stuff. Yep. Let's let's move away from this. Oh man, let's move across the pond. Yeah, because good stuff happens there. Yeah, 
let's go to the UK because bad stuff usually happens in Europe, and yes. we kind of get a hint of what things will look like here. Yes, like the way policies drive in like the EU and which UK is not part of the EU anymore. No. So actually, UK is kind of getting hosed in some areas because they're on the back burner. I think of like vaccines. Yes. Shipments and stuff because and they're, they're claiming that this was because they of Brexit uh, and so and that, that might be true. I can see that. I actually. can see that too. Like they're they're shunning them because yeah. of Brexit and they're saying like the U.S. isn't like sending them as much or something and whatever. Um, but that's not what I have to talk about. I have to talk about this because Christmas is coming up. In it is. I actually months. yesterday was um, at a, my in laws for a birthday party and uh, they were like. Hey, we need to get a Christmas list. You're like, what the hell? I know, and they're like, well, with shipping and and you know supply issues, now's the time to do shopping. And hey, I'm like, that's wow. a great segue into this because yes. shipping and supply issues mm. are threatening Christmas. Wow, as we know it in the UK, because this article says the UK has ten days to save Christmas. Doesn't that sound like a? It does. That that's going to be a Christmas special. Uh, that's got to be a British Christmas special yeah. because that would bomb miserably oh, here. Yeah. But that would that would just soar. Yes. Well, in the UK. maybe if they threw Monty Python on the front of it. Yeah, that that <laughs> might be good. So they have ten days to save Christmas. Christmas retail sector warns. So this goes on to say Brits are faced with the difficulty of soaring power bills, foods and fuel shortages, and possibility of Christmas could be canceled. How do you how do you just cancel Christmas? I, I could, know. I mean, I can understand that. Things are going to be late or delayed or pressed. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's you're not canceling Christmas. That's like yeah. when Biden threatened to cancel the Fourth of July if right. he didn't meet certain vaccine regulations, and we all celebrated the Fourth of July. We said right. fuck it. Can they can they say fuck it in the UK? They, they they say like you know like cock it. Oh okay. <laughs> they they use like cock more. Oh gotcha. Cocked up. So it says the possibility of Christmas could be canceled unless the world's fifth largest economy hires more truck drivers, according to Reuters, citing comments made by the retail industry to the government. Unless new drivers are found in the next 10 days, it is inevitable that we will see significant disruption in the run-up to Christmas. Andrew Opie, Director of Food and Sustainability at the British Retail Consortium, the, real, the retail industry's lobby group, told the government Friday that what a fucking mouthful. <laughs> Heavy goods vehicles, drivers, or as we call them, truckers, truckers, are the glue which holds our supply chain together. I agree. Without them, we are unable to move goods from farms to warehouses to shops. He said the next 10 days are crucial because retailers increase supplies in October to stock warehouses full of goods for the Christmas shopping season. For months, trucking and logistics companies have experienced robust demand, but a shortage of HGV drivers, or truckers, disrupted critical land-based shipping networks and resulted in delayed shipments of supermarkets, retailers, and other industries. Hmm. To solve the crisis and make sure Christmas is not lost this year, that is so dramatic. It is. It is. That is a Hallmark Nobody special. Nobody wants to lose Christmas. Prime Minister Boris Johnson. I could see uh, what's the guy that? Oh shit, the guy that played Batman and Jack Frost. He was in there. Jack oh, Frost. Michael Keaton. Yes, this is a Michael Keaton special, oh, like wow. Hallmark special. Him saving Christmas. He's yes. the trucker that saved Christmas. Yeah, the, the single dad who just wants to see his kids and yes, yes. the trucker that saved Christmas or the HGV driver. It there just doesn't go. sound. No, right. no, it has to the be trucker, trucker that saved yeah. Christmas. Yeah. 
To solve the crisis, Prime Minister Boris Johnson's office said they're considering temporary measures, such as work visas for truck drivers, allowing up to 5,000 foreign drivers onto British roads. Hmm. That sounds interesting. It, it kind of sounds like what you had speculated about bringing in undocumented workers to fill mm. gaps here. We're looking at temporary measures. We know where temporary measures yeah. go. Permanent. <laughs> they're, no, they're still temporary, just oh, permanently yeah. just temporary. <laughs> extended, very, yes. very... Extended temporary. We're looking at temporary measures to avoid any immediate problems, but any measures we introduce will be very strictly time-limited. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> UK's Road Haulage Association... Wait, what? what? Road Haulage Association. What is that? The Truckers Association. God. <laughs> said, I mean, they are really avoiding the word trucker. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> said there needs to be at least 100,000 more HDV drivers or... What's the magic word? Truckers. Truckers. <laughs> to meet demand. <laughs> the cause of driver shortage is partially because of Brexit and the virus pandemic. They're, they're throwing Brexit as the reasoning there. Yeah, a little bit. Like yeah. They're really blaming Brexit on a lot of things, which suspended driver training for about a year. With Christmas in the crosshairs, <laughs> Wow! <laughs> the country Holy appears shit. To, to be diving headfirst into a 1970s-style winter of discontent. Wow. Uh, this guy's pulling out all the stops. Right. So there you have it. Christmas could cease to exist as we know it yes. because of a trucker shortage. And I... I mean, I understand. Truckers do, like, yes. <laughs> are the glue that holds the country Absolutely, together. Yeah. The supply yeah. of everything. But you can still have Christmas. I'm sorry. It might yeah. suck. We, we learned this from Whoville, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but, like I said, you see it in Britain yeah, because it's such a, a smaller, like, small-scale right. country with such a massive economy. That we see it impact them probably a lot quicker. Yeah, I see that shit coming here if things oh, don't. Absolutely. We uh, we talked about like um, the all the like job shortage, not the job shortages, but the worker shortages, right. and how we think they're <laughs> intentionally like trying to tank our economy. Yeah, whether intentionally or not intentionally, it's going to tank our economy if things don't pick up right. soon. And that's <laughs> they're looking at ten days. Yeah. And Christmas could cease to exist. I mean, that's how vital this is yeah. to get the shit back going. So, um, well, and I, it, I, I had read an article that it was, yeah, that they probably were not going to have enough Christmas turkeys because of lack of workers here or there over there in oh, Great Britain. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. They better not take my turkey away here. I'll be sad. Yeah, I'm just they're saying. Gonna, they're gonna. They're gonna substitute tofurkey. Tof, tofurkey. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would be that would ruin Christmas. Yes, and See? Thanksgiving and See? everything. Yes, yes. So, UK has ten days to save Christmas. Yes. So we're gonna have to keep everybody up to date whether or not Christmas is yes. canceled. We'll, we'll have to do like a daily update. Can we have like a <laughs> day <live> nine? <laughs> nine days <Yes>. left. <laughs> Eight days there left. There looks to be no. Are they are they going to rewrite the ten days of, or the twelve yeah, days? There of you Christmas go. The ten days of Christmas. To the ten day yes. countdown. To, yes. yes. The the tenth day, like yeah. um, turkeys went to shortage. <laughs> then the ninth day, yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's there's no wrapping yeah. paper, and on the eighth day, uh, yeah. I, and I on know. the on the tenth day of Christmas, there's no Christmas for me. <laughs> oh shit, that's sad. Let's move. Let's move on because we talked about. 
immigration and how we kind of tied that in there, yes. saying how possibly they're they're you you had proposed a few weeks ago of them trying to like cause these jobs or worker shortages to work in jobs yeah. for these illegal immigrants. Yeah. Well, we've got thousands of them to spare apparently. Yes, all, all vaccinated. I, I assume. Oh no, absolutely not because. We did, they're no. not staying. No, they're not staying. <laughs> Whatever Jen Psaki yeah, said. It's temporary. Or the one time when she's just like, yes. correct. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Good reasoning there. Good yeah. explanation. So um, federal authorities apparently are reportedly releasing thousands of illegal I- aliens into the U.S. Can you believe that? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, there was that, like— Thousands and thousands of Haitians that were hiding under that bridge. Yeah, yeah, like ten thousand under a bridge, and they're still kind of there, actually. Yeah, and yeah, this is from thefederalist.com as well. I think that's what one of the last ones was. Um, but it says federal authorities are releasing thousands of legal aliens, which I didn't even think you could use that phrase anymore. I didn't think so either. Aliens, but they are, so I'm going to. Yeah, might as well. Federal th- officials are releasing. Thousands of aliens into the United States as an influx of Haitian immigrants or migrants overwhelms officials in Del Rio, Texas. A new report from the Associated Press suggests. So when you have all those people at the border, yes, and what isn't do you do? Del Rio, that isn't that where the Democratic Congressperson was? That um, um, what's her face uh, went and saw. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so they like, they so when they saw that she was there, they all went up there like, and yeah, she leaves. Um, <laughs> Kamala Harris, the yeah, vice president. Yes, that person. <laughs> yes, forgot her name for a second. Yes. The Biden administration has repeatedly claimed it is countering the influx of illegal aliens at the southern border by ordering expulsions under Title 42. But data shows the government is not near as vigilant about enforcing that policy as it appears to be. Haitian immigrants in Del Rio, the report indicates, are being let go from federal custody on a very, very large scale as Joe Biden border agency struggles to process and contain approximately 14,000 illegal aliens camped out in the foul and soiled conditions under the International Bridge. Mm. So 14,000 was the number. Okay, that's still quite a bit. So here's the actual number. 6,700 migrants. So this is what it looks like under the bridge. It says 4,700 family (laughs) units. Sorry, I just thought of the red hot chili pepper song. (laughs) (laughs) 14,000 single adult men, 418 single adult females, and 73 family groups. 300 plus pregnant women. What's the difference between family units and family groups? Fuck, I don't know. I I don't know. This is Bill Melugan. So look him up. Bill Melugan from Fox LA. Um, He'll be able to tell you. Some of the migrants released into the U.S. were directed to report themselves. So this is my favorite. I always like this directive. Directed to report themselves to an immigration office within the next two months. So they let them go and say, you know what? You can come to the country. Just report to the yeah, immigration right. office on your own. Reports indicate that only a small percentage of illegals cut then released by the government actually follow through on self-reporting. What? No way. Would you have figured that? No. Not at all. I would think they'd be totally honest and go right there. They probably didn't even know what they were saying. And they're like, hey, <laughs> oh, go report to uh, your, your your special person. And they're C, like, see, 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 see. He said go. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, right. I, I know go. <laughs> 
Despite footage, pictures, and reports of what is happening in Del Rio, the Biden administration is pushing aside the opportunity to address the crisis in favor of lying to American public about their role in creating it. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters in a press briefing this week that Biden administration is expelling illegal aliens and claimed that the COVID-19 protocols for other foreign nationals shouldn't apply to migrants, the two things that we talked about, mentioned about her already. These are individuals we noted and discussed. We are expelling individuals based on Title 42, specifically because of COVID, and we want to prevent a scenario where a large number of people are gathering and posing a threat to the community and the migrants themselves. Those are the policies we put in place, part because, again, the CDC recommends Title 42. So she's basically saying that they are still expelling these people when, in reality, they're not. They're really not. Yes. Because how are they getting them back to Haiti? Well, exactly, yeah. We are going to send people out of the country who come in as we implement that. Doesn't that sound like something that if Trump said those words and he's like, oh, we're just gonna we're gonna expel them. When they when they come into the country, we're just gonna we're just gonna kick them out and send them back. What what yeah. do you think they would say? Bullshit. That's racist. <laughs> yeah, well that's that's true, fucking yeah. racist. Yeah. Because you can't kick him out. Yeah, you can't just expel yeah. them. He's such a freaking racist well, nationalist. What what the uh, the um because the the guy specialist that uh, Biden appointed to Haiti uh, resigned because he said that he didn't like the way the uh, Haitian migrants were being um, treated. Yeah, handled. Remember I sent that to you. Yeah, I, I forgot about. Yeah, that. me too. <laughs> Until just this moment, well, just because right now. because then we talked about how the Biden administration was supporting the guy who's being accused of murdering the president to be the next president. Yes. That is true. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but I didn't look into it thoroughly enough yes. to talk about it on yes. this. So she got or one of the hosts on um CBS Morning said when when she said cuz she's like we're going to send people out of the country who come in as we implement. She talked about um COVID protocols and the host says a COVID safety protocol and she says exactly. <laughs> Wow, she is succinct. She is great at explaining yes. herself. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. So, I mean, we got this border thing. Yeah, which you is a mess. It, I mean, it's it not, I mean, are they calling? Show. Are they calling a crisis yet? No, but no. because they don't want Biden to look bad. But it is a crisis. I mean, we got the fourteen thousand Haitians hiding out under a bridge. Yes. We got Biden, in all his wisdom. To protect the border, obviously. Obviously. Banned horses to be from being used at the border. Yes. I mean, horses are getting a bad rap this month. I know. Month. It's like, what the fuck did the horse do to you? I mean, we had ivermectin. <laughs> yes. Then we had the horses that the patrol people, like, supposedly were whipping. Yeah, right. The migrants. The migrants, which... Yeah. Who, who reported... Like, who said that? Because everybody down there is saying, no, yeah. they were, like... Even the photographer, he was like, no, no, nobody like, was whipped. They have, like, really long reins for the horses yeah. for the rough terrain, and they'll use it to, like, maybe smack the horse or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they were claiming that they were whipping the migrants yeah. to... Which, I mean, we know how, like... I mean, looking at the soldiers in Afghanistan, yeah. so, some of them, not I'm not saying all of them, but yeah. they're, it's, they're a small percentage on how they treated the people there. Yeah. And, like... Basically, not basically, literally tortured people there. Yeah. We know that th shit gets out of hand yeah. when you have s so much authority and a, a yeah. human being. So would I doubt that they were, uh, a few of them might have been whipping yeah. migrants? Well, no, but 
Is it a policy that they're down there horsebacks, right. like whipping, like yeah. whipping and rounding up like cattle? Right. Throwing, yeah. throwing a lasso around them and dragging them back across the border. <laughs> so, so we ban the horses. Yeah, right. Well, not of course. Whips. Yeah, or people. Or people. Pe- whipping. We ban horses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because people can't whip other people from, you know, like a, a right. quad yeah. or like an ATV. No, or it's just standing only horses. next to them. Yeah. <laughs> None of, nothing here makes sense. The, yeah. the only policies they implement make jack shit sense. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. You, you can't bring that horse down here. We are running out of time. We got about really? 15 How minutes. Fifteen. I know. But we, we got to get yes. to our last topic, which is the House press, like passing the... 2022 NDAA, the National Defense Authorization yeah. Act, which we've talked about a few times. Yeah. They pass it every single year. They put right. new stuff in it, and people freak out about the new stuff. Yeah, and it always seems to be kind of a, a pain in the ass. It always yeah. seems like there's a so- couple things in there. People are like, whoa, 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 where'd this come from? Well, when it's like 1,100 pages, it's no, easy to slip oh, that kind yeah. of shit in there. Yeah. So some of these things, uh, we're, we're going <laughs> to ca- mention a couple. How how awesome would it be if you're writing that bill and you're just like, fucking with people and just put something there like... I like, want to see if they actually read Tom, this shit. Tom has to buy everybody a pizza every Tuesday, you know. And the like, motherfuckers. <laughs> Tom, again? <laughs> fucking again. Everybody's like giggling as they're signing <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. Tom, Tom, what do you... Do you <laughs> Can you check out page 986? Yeah. Well, first, first they're like, all right, everybody vote yay or nay. Tom, Tom, oh, you're in? And everybody's kind of giggling. Yeah. And then afterwards... <laughs> And they're like, he's like, son of a bitch, Tom, you, you should have fucking read it. That's why we read the bill. (laughs) (laughs) You know, none of them read this fucking bill. So some, we're only getting information about little bits and pieces as people thumb through this bill and it it gets leaked to the press. Right. A couple things that we, like we looked for this stuff and we only found a couple things. One being what they're calling a red flag gun confiscation bill in yeah. this. So it says House passes red flag gun confiscation bill for ex-military members. Hmm, that doesn't affect uh, us. That yeah, that affects, yeah, it affects me. You. Yeah, it affects absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know how, but it affects me yeah. because it says this time gun control was slipped into the 2022 National Defense Authorization Act. I knew they'd get it in somehow. Yeah. They'd sneak it in oh, somehow. Yeah. Without actually a bill. <laughs> like, without... Yeah, because if it was straight up, nobody would vote for right. it. One provision in the bill allows for military courts to confiscate guns from ex-military members. See, I was under the impression that once I was out of that contract, I no longer fell under the UCMJ. Right, right. As you should. I I mean, maybe I'm wrong, <laughs> but I, I feel like I'm out of that contract now. Yeah. Right. Says the military court would be able to issue a protective order which would make the owning of a firearm by an ex military member illegal. So if they, it's not saying all, it's saying if they choose to, they can make it illegal for me to own a firearm. Yeah. They're like, you know, um, you've seemed to be a little off the rails on your podcast. So, um, right. Yeah. A provision in the 2022 NDAA would allow military courts to issue. Protective orders that include red flag gun confiscation, according to more than 1,300-page bill. Not 1,100, oh, more wow. than 1,300. You undershot. In the legislation, those beholden to the United States Code of Military Justice. That's not me. I don't fall under the UCMJ anymore. As far as I know. Do you have a copy of your contract? <laughs> I have a copy of my order saying I'm done. Yeah. 
It says, could be issued a military court protective protective order by a military judge or magistrate, which would make possessing, receiving, or otherwise accessing a firearm illegal. Hmm. A military court protective order issued on an ex parte basis shall restrain a person from possessing, receiving, or otherwise accessing a firearm, and a military court protective order issued after the person to be subject to the order has received notice an opportunity to be heard on the order shall restrain such person from possessing, receiving, and otherwise accessing a firearm. Hmm. Additionally, military court protective orders issued on emergency basis are exempt from providing the recipient with the standard right to due process. Interesting. So in emergency cases, yep. I, don't, I don't have a right to due process on this. Right. Notice an opportunity to be heard. Or instead, notice an opportunity to be heard must only be provided after an order was already issued. So they come and take your shit, and then... And then they issue the order, yeah. sounds like. The 22 NDAA Act passed 316, 113. 135 Republicans in the House voted for this bill. That's so all insane. you motherfuckers that think that uh, Republicans yeah. are for your right to own guns and for yeah. the Second Amendment... You're 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 kidding yourself. Yeah. And, and and I know one of them was, was Dan Crenshaw, who was just on Instagram a couple days ago <laughs> talking about how he was going to protect the right for of guns for veterans. Or maybe that was the eye that he doesn't have that, that missed might be, that yeah. page. Right, missed yeah, that he page. probably had it on the wrong eye that day. I, I've done that before. <laughs> yes. You you had an eye patch. I last did. Week. I, I feel, did. You missed me having an eye patch. I feel like you should have wore it in. <laughs> I just feel like you should have. Maybe tomorrow night. So if you're voting for these people and you. Th- think yeah. that they have your best interest and the second amendment and all your constitutional rights at at, at heart yeah full, they're, they're full of shit yeah and, and one of the things that's in the bill is that they 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 voted to increase the um the budget for the pentagon by 24 billion and i guarantee you that's what they sold them out for oh absolutely and yeah. that tells me this that the Republicans and Democrats have found a way that everybody can make a shit ton of money. And they're like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. instead of arguing back and forth and getting nothing done yeah. over if your money isn't getting passed but mine is or my money's not, why don't we just pass all of our money? Yeah. And then we both win. Yeah. And then we both just get my, like they can just keep paying out the ass for us to get whatever the fuck yeah. we want. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So gunners, gun owners of America said, if Nancy Pelosi gets this into the military code, then it becomes precedent, our favorite word, I love for enforcing word. gun confiscation against the rest of the population. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Do you remember, yes. um, oh, shit, sure, what's it? Mr. Deeds. Yes. I am very, very sneaky, sir. Yes. That's yes. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Very, very sneaky. So please contact your representative and senators and only a few clicks with... Gun Owners of America Take Action Tool to Oppose This Gun Control. It says, Seizing firearms first and getting the due process later will never constitute sufficient due process. Mm-hmm. I'll use Trump supporters. Donald Trump set precedent for or tried to push the same mm-hmm. red flag laws for the take your gun now, due process later. Mm-hmm. He was all about that Absolutely shit. Absolutely was. So all you MAGA hat wearers that, that are like, Oh, they're coming to take our guns. No, that this was started back in the Trump mm-hmm. days. This was started back with Donald Trump. Yep. 
So that's that's really all that has to say about that. But that that one pisses me off a little bit. And yeah. I want to know how ex military members fall into the U.S. or UCMJ because yeah. I was under the pressure that I was no longer subject to that. But mm-hmm. who knows? Well, I guess we'll find out when they come looking for my guns. Right. So, I mean, what do you do? Do you, do you lose your guns or do you use your guns? That's that's my 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 next right? question. Yeah. Are you allowed to ask like hypothetically ask? In that situation, do you lose them? Like, lose them, you know? Right. Or do you use them? Yeah. Like, when do you use them? When do you lose them? Yeah. That's... I don't know. Yeah. Again, where's that line? Yeah. I mean, that's for everybody to find out, but... Yeah. Eventually, we're going to find out where that line is. Like... Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah. I mean, there is... Somebody had posted a a meme earlier in the week about... uh, It was a message from a British guy. He's like, you know, I didn't realize... How important it was uh, the Second Amendment was until I saw everything our country's doing to us right now. Uh, it's probably Australia that yeah, it might be because yeah. they all gave up their guns willy nilly and like, oh yeah, this is gonna be so much better now. Yeah, they're right. more locked down than China is right yeah. now. They're less free than China is. Yeah. So the next thing in that bill that's popped up is that um, they're voting to draft our daughters. So they're vote that. They voted to include females in the draft. The draft, yeah. So, so when that commercial that comes on and be like, if you're a male of eighteen or older, make sure you. So what's that? I haven't seen one of those in years. You haven't? Oh, I heard one on the radio. Yeah. Make sure you sign up for selective service. No. Well, now they're going to say, if you're eighteen or older, sign up for selective service. I mean, <laughs> you got to look at it this way. On one side, because you brought to my attention that they that Ruth Bader Ginsburg oh, yeah, quote yeah, 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 about right, right. like females have the right to this and women have the right to yeah. like their bodies and right. birth and reproductive yeah. and blah blah blah. Well, they took female and women out of that and yeah. said people, people or humans or whatever because obviously all this yeah. confusion we have yes. over male and female yes. anatomy yeah. now. Right, right, and you know and. <clears throat> Same thing with like uh, what you've pointed out to me, the uh, the X Men can no longer be the X Men. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just the X, I guess. Yeah, it's just the X. So I guess by the same token, you can't just draft right. males when they're. I mean, you got to go across the board there you gotta, because you got to draft everybody. Yeah. So it said, and it's again bashing on Republicans because it says House Republicans just voted to draft our daughters, mm-hmm. and GOP senators will too. Does it almost sound like the GOP centers kind of kind of gave up the ghost? Like they kind of yes. just gave the the house and been like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll, uh, we'll yeah. give this over to you guys. I think it's exactly what you said. They're finding ways mm-hmm. to find money on both sides of the the fence, and they're mm-hmm. working playing nice together because yeah. we're printing endless amounts of money yeah. now. Why not everybody just yeah do I mean get what ra- they can raise the debt ceiling and then yeah. everybody gets money across the board? It says forcing our daughters to sign up for mandatory cons in an environment where they may now be sent directly to the front lines is an appalling breach of the oath by these Republicans. So this person is obviously against this. Are you against this or for this? You know, to be honest, it makes sense to me. I mean, like you said, it's... Why not? I mean, we want we want freedom. Yeah. Like, our um, equal rights across the board. Right. So, yeah, do it. I mean... They already have females. They they open it up for females in combat situations. So why not have females? Yeah, in the draft. Exactly. Like I don't understand why we'd even press against this yeah. in twenty twenty one. Right. I and agree. It, it's not even a. Um, it's not even to me like a well, 
like a contentious thing. Like, well, you wanted equal rights. Here you go. You got to yeah. drive. No, it's just, no, it's like, it, but yeah, fucking makes sense. sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. I mean, the percentage of like females signing up for the military mm-hmm. and. Like I said, females going into combat situations, like females are getting promoted to like higher generals yeah. and stuff now. Yeah, females are are getting through, you know, ranger training and, yeah. and special forces training, and it's like, yeah, well, yeah, put them out there. Yeah, Shit. I mean, it just it it to me, it's not. They're forcing our daughters. I mean, I have more a problem that they're forcing any of us to right. sign up for the military. Yeah, exactly. Again, that should be your problem, not yeah, right. that they're forcing our daughters. That yeah. they're forcing people that don't want to go. Yeah. That don't believe in yeah. this war because it worked out so well back in the in, 60s 70s, in vietnam right? yes exactly instead we're fighting the wrong battle here by yeah. saying they're forcing our daughters in a mandatory conscription in an environment yeah. where they may be sent directly again erase daughters there yeah and read that they're forcing people to sign up for yeah. mandatory conscription in the environment where they may now be sent to the front lines it's interesting how the media makes a habit of that. It, that they're missing the point. Yeah, they, they they only take the point on the side yeah. that they want to talk about. Right. They don't. I mean, you can just take anything that they say and take like one word out of it, and we'll probably agree with it. Right. Right. Like I would agree with that, or I would agree with Black Lives Matter saying the stuff that they're saying about the mandatory vaccines. If they mm-hmm. just take the word racism black. or black people yeah. out of it, but instead we make it. A cited issue, so that we yeah. are fighting again back and forth against each other yeah. instead of fighting against the people that are mandating yeah. the shit in the first right. place. Right. So that's all I have to say about the the draft because I'm not gonna. That article seemed like it was gonna be stupid. Well, like you said, he obviously had a side yes. that he was pushing or she. So I'm trying to get this one to pull up because it. Oh, here we go. The last thing we found, which was the most interesting thing to me, was that the House NDAA includes permanent UFO studying office within the Pentagon. That tells me one of two things. <laughs> well, they have $24 billion to spend. <laughs> right? Number one, that they know something we don't know. Right. That they're not telling us. Or they've tried to and nobody cares. <laughs> and we just don't give a fuck because of racism and, and COVID. COVID and shit. Right. Or number two, they just want another outlet to pump endless amounts of money into and have another fucking money pit. Yeah. That's just yeah. a, a pit to nowhere. Yeah. Because you can throw fucking money studying UFOs and do literally nothing. Yeah. And come out and release a couple of grainy pictures. Look at this fucking grainy yeah, picture right. here. Yeah. I mean, it's 2021 and this is the best freaking picture we can get of a UFO. Yeah. Right. I mean, this isn't the 1960s. We have like 8K cameras yeah, and, available. And everybody's got them. Every, especially the military. And yeah. this grainy image is what, <laughs> what they're showing yeah. us. And so they're going to create a whole office in the Pentagon for that. Yes. That's like saying House NDA includes a permanent Bigfoot study yeah, office right. within the Pentagon. We can release a grainy-ass photo <laughs> yeah. of Bigfoot every 10 years and right. be like, look where all our financing yeah, is going. Right. Yeah. So this one I actually want to read a little bit of because this one interests me. I want to see where they're going to go with this. It says, tucked into the House of Representatives' lengthy fiscal 2022 NDAA proposal lawmakers passed Thursday evening is a provision to form a permanent office under the Defense Secretary where officials would investigate government and military-provided reports of unexplained sights in the sky. (laughs) Wouldn't that be part of Space Force? (laughs) Well, 
Democrats are trying to do away with Space Force, I read today. I, I, I was driving down Collins Road. You saw you saw the ad for Space Force? No. I, I, I no, saw you a saw, recruitment car. Yes. I, no, <laughs> there's a recruiting office. You know oh, that okay. big recruiting office? I, of, I imagine there would because, yeah, I saw a nice little four-door sedan with yes. Space Force across the side, and I'm like, holy crap. I saw that <laughs> because it's parked at, you know, right outside the theater there. Yes. On, and that, there's that, mm-hmm. that building that has all the different yeah. recruit. Yeah, that's where that sedan is. Yeah. is right there. I'm just like. Holy shit! I was driving with my wife. I was like, I said the same They've thing. They've got Space Force recruiters. <laughs> yeah. I was like, pull over. I'm going in. I'm signing up. Yep, this is it. I'm going to the stars. Where was Space Force when I? I know, was right? What the? Fuck? You didn't even get that option. So it says the office would carry out on a department-wide basis the mission currently performed by the unidentified aerial phenomenal or phenomenon task force, according to a less than five-page section. <laughs> We've got 1,300 pages, and we're going to include less than less than five five pages to say we're going to study fucking aliens. <laughs> How many pages do you think went into, um, oh, what was the first one we talked oh, about? The red, the red flag stuff. Yeah. Probably a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Probably about But like when it comes to studying aliens, yeah. we're going to squeeze in four and a half pages. Yeah, right behind Tom buying a pizza. <sighs> Yes, probably. That extra half a page <laughs> yeah. was Tom buying pizza. The U.S. government has a rocky history of grappling with flying saucers and other mysterious water and aircraft. Predated by the Hush Hush Advanced Aerial Threat Identification Program <laughs> and the mid-aughts. Do we call them the mid-aughts? I've never heard of the mid-aughts. It's at the mid-2000s, I'm yeah. guessing. Mid-aughts. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to use that for now on. I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to punch you for doing it. Do you remember the music from the mid-aughts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The Defense Department's UAP task force was formed. Uh, you know, sorry, sidetrack, because you said that. My brain got thinking while I was reading. Yes. Nobody will ever have to use that because nobody's ever going to say. I know that. Yes. The best music was from the mid-aughts. No, yes. nobody's ever going to say that. So... I yeah. guess we got that. W- weren't you us. the person who you posted something or sent something that said that uh, the reason why this generation is so depressed is because their music sucks? Something like that. Or the reason why our country's going down the shitter is yeah. because we have shitty music. Something yeah. like that. <sighs> got me off track. All right. Back, Where, to, back to aliens. Back to mid-aughts. Yes. The Defense Department's UAP task force was formed more recently after mounting public pressure. And public the re- pressure? I guess. <laughs> And the release and authentication of videos depicting Navy pilots engaging with what appears to be UFOs. I think that was forced on us. I don't think anybody put <laughs> I didn't pressure want, on anything. I didn't want that. I know. There's enough. We got enough shit going on. You don't yeah, have to right. show us. We don't need aliens right now. An unclassified nine-page preliminary assessment on the UAPTF released by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence in June confirmed that more than 140 reports of UAP-associated observations originated from government sources in recent years, 80 of which were further validated via multiple sectors. There's a long path ahead, but if the NDAA ultimately passes with the current House UAP provision, its text would mandate a new office to be established, a task force. We always have to have yes, extra tasks. Yes, it does say God it. for task force. And a modern task force to be terminated there by the go. secretary. There you go. So there we go. We've got red flag laws. Yes. We've got our daughters being shipped being off. shipped off to Vietnam. And we've got UFOs, like mid-aughts. a UFO task force being yes. formed. What do you think is going to garner the most attention from today's like flashy things in my face type 
um, attention span. Yes. The UFOs, oh, obviously. Heck, they just throw yeah. that shit in there, so they're oh, like, yeah. oh, fucking UFOs. Seriously? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're going to miss all the rest of it. They're, yeah. For, <laughs> they put it in here that they're going to study UFOs. That's <laughs> We're going to have a task force for UFOs? <laughs> Can I get on that? Yeah. <laughs> that's all they're going to notice yeah. out of this, and that's probably the only that's reason they, they threw want. that in oh, there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And to sink more money into a bottomless yeah. pit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like AIDS research. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they'll, they'll go right through the red flag laws and then be like, a fucking task force for aliens. Huh. Shit. Aliens? Is there aliens? Yeah. Does it say any more about is the aliens? Does it back it further if I go through all this other Anything shit? Anything else about the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> they're just thumbing through all the alien shit. Oh, God. How much money do you think they're going to designate towards that task force? Too much. That's about all the time we have <sighs> on that note for today. Yes. I don't even know how to end this because there's so much shit. I mean, we missed a lot because we didn't have... Yeah. A weekend wrap up. Yeah, last I know, week. and th- because there was a lot that happened last week. Yeah. that we missed. I know, and we can't. It's almost too late to talk know, about yeah, it because the it's way shit runs like that. Yeah. So we do have our live stream tomorrow. Yes. What are we going to talk about tomorrow? I think we were talking about the uh, the banking stuff, weren't we? I think we're going to talk about the government's trying to stick their sticky fingers in our bank accounts yeah. and um, this whole concept of, you know, um. Unnecessary search and seizure right. comes to mind to me when I see that, hey, in order to catch tax evader, evaders, we need to look at all your bank records yeah, right. just to catch all the rich people. So we want to catch rich people who are evading taxes. So anybody with $600 or more. In yeah, their, which is just about anybody. Rich people? You're trying yeah, right. to catch rich people? With 600 bucks? By, yeah. What rich people even understands a minute amount like yeah. 600 bucks? Yeah. Right. Like, I, yeah, right. And they, they, yeah. I can see, like, probably where they're going is like, well, they try to funnel their money like smaller amounts in small in different yeah. banks. But no rich person understands the concept of $600. Right, exactly. To us, we're like, oh, fucking 600 yeah. bucks. They, man, they that's wouldn't like. even pay for 600 bucks. <laughs> no. I mean, they would, they would be like, hey, Jeeves, take care of this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's $600 on the floor. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you just sweep it that's, to the side? It's, it's kind of gross kinda looking. It's kind of gross yeah. looking down there. <laughs> that yeah. that small amount of money. It's kind of yeah. grossing me out. Yeah. yeah please, I mean, please <laughs> get that out of my sight. Somebody might think that's mine. Yeah. They go out to dinner and it's like bill six hundred. You know, we're gonna comp you, sir, because you're such a good customer. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, six hundred bucks. They pull out their wallet and they're like, "Do you take ten thousands? Because <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. have anything that small." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow is the government trying to get their sticky little fingers into yeah. our bank account. And, and I wonder not, if there's precedent for it. There's got to be precedent. Well, if there's not precedent before, there will be now yes, if they pass this shit. Yeah. So I know there is pushback. They're trying to like come to reasonable ground, like more like $10,000, which makes more sense. But still. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't like it. Nope. I don't like anything to do with it. No. They, the government should not be in banks, bank N- accounts. Nobody should agree with this. The only people that agree with this are the same people that said that the NSA yeah. is okay taking yeah. all our data because I'm not doing anything right. wrong. Yeah, Those same fucking people are going to be like, well, who cares? I mean, who cares if they're, they're – yeah. if you're not doing anything wrong, who fucking cares? Because I don't want them taking my data and looking. Yeah. I don't want them seeing my my what I'm buying – what shit I'm buying, I'm going to start taking my checks, going to go in the bank, I'm going to take my cash out when I buy anything. So, I mean, they're just going to see yeah, 
what, 30 bucks come out. Right, account. yeah, exactly. So um, they'll see my bills going out, and mm-hmm. that's it. And they'll be like, wow, that's really sad. <laughs> maybe, maybe we shouldn't watch this anymore. <laughs> Man, watching this guy's bank account makes me want to kill myself. There's going to be a lot of suicidal right. IRS age. And the amount of money that they're going to maybe recoup from this yeah. by doing this how much is going to be offset by the amount of money they're going to have to put in more IRS resources to watch for this shit? Right. Yeah, exactly. Because they're going to recoup like maybe $250 million and they're going to spend yeah. like $150 million on... Yeah, yeah. it's it's government At its efficiency. Finest. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So we won't say anything more on that because we are going to talk about that tomorrow for the live stream episode. Yes. 7 p.m. Central, Central Standard Time. Do not miss it. Invite your friends, invite your pastors, your 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 rabbis, your babysitters, babysitters, your milkman. Milk uh, sure. do they have milkmen nowadays? I, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> your age shows. <laughs> your HGs. Once again, share the shit all over the place. Because that is how we get bigger and better and we are able to do more things. I did yes. find that I can't even sign up on YouTube. To receive tips without having a thousand subscribers. Like really. Like they won't even allow you just to receive tips like huh. through like super chats and shit without having a thousand like you have to have that many subscribers for That's them dumb. to even say, Yes, you are big enough. You you have my blessing to receive tips. <laughs> so if you want to send us a tip, you <laughs> <laughs> we have ways yes. that you can support us through Patreon and through buying our shit. We I mean if you guys want to leave tips for us, let me know, yeah. and I'll send, set up a Venmo or something for it. But, sure. I mean, I don't have anybody reaching out being like, dude, how the fuck can right, I tip yeah, you? T- yeah, I really want to give you guys a tip. So, the more you share this around, I'm not saying I'm doing this for tips. I'm not no, doing this for, not money. for money. I'm just saying that's a small example of how this, the more you share it around, the bigger we can get yeah. with this thing, because the overlords only allow us to do so much with it's true with a certain n- number of followers. So the more followers we get, we get the more they'll allow us to do. Yes. So share the shit around. You ready to get out of here? I think so. I think so. I got some songs from the mid-aughts in my head. And the mid- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. We will see you tomorrow night at 7 Central Time. Do not miss it. Have a great rest of your weekend. Goodbye. Peace. The Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On the Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.